0: Don't do surgery at home on your own balls.
1: Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm ahead, <laughs> And I'm Brett. And this is Fools of Tools, a podcast for the assisting Ori Farber. Ori Farber. Ori Yeah, go for that. I would have got uh, Ori but I'm, I, I don't know. Yeah. How are we? How is everyone? Al, how are you? I'm all right. Cool, Brett. What about you? How are you? What What have you been up to? Yeah, that's all right. No, oh, fucking behave. What have you been up to then?
0: Um, I'm uh, gotten round to, um, after living in a life of luxury in the back of a um early '90s uh, French executive saloon car, to Ooh. actually fixing some of the problems. Hey. So I'd I'd been buffing some of the walnut as if that was going to make all the other problems go away, but it it wasn't. Um, and I, I've just found out it's way above my pay grade. So going from like a shit Japanese four banger to yeah. this sort of luxury European car is a complete step up and everything's electronic. Everything yeah. is like clipped in and plastic and all the plastic is perished and all the bushings no longer exist. And everything is just like completely fucked. Um, like the things that are made well are blasted. It's all galvanized, it's all leather, it's all wood, it's all very nice. The engine's still going. Everything in between is fucked. Um oh. and even to the extent where I like I bought some new old stock from a Peugeot dealership in France. Yeah. Yeah. But that arrived perished. And of course it would, because it's the <laughs> same age as the stuff in the car.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you'd think it would like if it was still No, it was safe, sealed
0: yeah. like sealed foam, which was like Dampener for the um, the springs yeah. on the boot. So yeah. you know when there's like the, the the springs on the tailgate open up. Yeah, in order to stop them like wanging around, there's like a foam insert in them because it's a, a luxury car. Yeah, it just came and it was just dust in a bag. Trucks. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm kind of like out of my depth. I'm 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 slowly taking bits apart, cleaning them, seeing how it yeah. works, putting them back together. But like all the wiring is like it's all been completely like rerouted, and nothing is to spec yeah. you can't get a manual for this car um because they only made one model of it so they didn't make like a haynes manual mm. for this car um so it's really hard to find information about it you know it's this yeah. isn't this isn't a car that spanned generations and there's loads of different iterations of it yeah, yeah they made it once and then stopped making it and this <laughs> there's only two left in the uk so there's, there's no information about this car um wonderful so I'm trying to slowly kind of work my way out of it. And it's got to the point where like, I need help. So I'm asking around, I've reached out to red and said, can you like, please, you know, go hunting in like fucking yeah. French, um, scrap yards for me, which sounds delightful. I just imagine like a beautiful, like peach orchard. And, and there's just <laughs> like, you know, there's just, there's just cars parked under all the trees. Um, and you can do what you want. Cause there's no rules. Cause it's France. Um, and I just I need help. I need parts and I yeah. need help. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm getting there. I'm I'm, I'm really getting into plastic welding. <laughs> it's my new thing. Hell yeah! Mainly because of the fumes. But um, <laughs> yeah, like clip's broken. I can't buy a new clip. There's no spare parts cars anywhere. Yeah. So it's just well I'll just weld it back together again. And the, all the bits are in the car. So every time yeah. I open like an ashtray, which there's fourteen of in a car because it's a French executive <laughs> car, every every compartment is just full of bits of plastic that belong to other bits of the car. So I'm I'm, I'm piecing it all together like an archaeologist, and then I'm go, oh it's shit, really that's a- how that works, and then fit, fit it <laughs> back together, and now I've got like fully functioning like air conditioning.
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking great, amazing. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, I like. I, I have so many questions for. Aren't relevant to this podcast. Um also oh, it snowed. Oh yeah, it did. It's it snowed here as well. Snowed a lot. Um snowed here as well. It did, did it normal in not it? Yeah. Uh, well, I posted
2: a thing about it with a bunny and you guys didn't even see it. So that's fine. a bunny?
1: What? it was a
2: bunny. Brett's like missed this entire yeah, thing. I post amazing. so regularly, I can't believe you don't pay attention to what
1: I put <laughs> Do on you? social media i'm oh, not on TikTok, TikTok. i've told you brett <laughs> oh <laughs> shit sorry off. yeah um so brett other than not posting to social media what else have you been up to this week
2: i have been diligently working on airstream things and just learning more about uh automotive <laughs> Wait,
1: stuff trailer things. i say this week when did we last record it was ages ago like a month ago yeah, was... no i don't know something does it yeah. matter no sorry yeah carry
2: on oh perfect So, yeah, working on the Airstream and just learning a lot more about how these things are constructed. Al, where you are falling in love with plastic welding. Um, I have a love hate relationship going on with aluminum right now, aluminum, because it is super fun to work with Mm -hmm. and getting rid of all of the interior skins and looking at the insulation and, you know, subfloors and things like that. If this were a steel bodied car, And, you know, I've even talked about it on the little uh, Patreon Instagram post, but they patched a bunch of stuff with galvanized steel. And because it's touching aluminum and whatever, that galvanic corrosion that happens between the two materials. um, If this thing weren't made of the material it was made from, it would be falling apart.
0: (laughs) Aluminum is a pretty
2: fantastic material to have held up for 60 years. And -hmm. there's just surface corrosion. The body work that I have to do to it is is minimal just because I'm drilling out rivets and putting new ones in. And that's it. Like, you don't actually have to go too crazy on these because of the way that they are constructed. So I'm I'm falling in love with certain aspects of aluminum. I'm still having a hard time just cutting it uh, because I'm used to using an angle grinder with a cutting disc. And it just doesn't like aluminum because it turns into mush. Uh, and it's yeah. very sticky. This is true. So I well, may, a, a I may be looking at a other, other branded saws are available. Mm. I've been looking at a nibbler. A Ooh, nibbler nice. attachment. Um, because they do, I mean, that's kind of what they're for, is the, the sheet metal things. Mm-hmm. I've just never really used one. I know they make an attachment for a drill. Um, yes. And it yes. just converts the worm drive into a nibbler. So maybe I just go that route and try something new. Uh, but yeah, also I'm, router. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't yeah. have a palm router. That's something I've never needed. Anywho. Yeah. So I am, I'm almost done with taking out the interior skins and the subfloor stuff. Um, still looking good in terms of the chassis and the frame. I'm not seeing any giant rust holes or, or rust outs. um, so I'm still crossing my is fingers a, at the is last... Is there
0: a polisher in your future and a buffing wheel? Or are you not oh, yeah. That? I
2: I saw a video where a guy uses... Um, it's specifically for these large vehicles or these large trailers, mm-hmm. and it's a buffing rag, but it's for a 7-inch angle grinder. <laughs> so yeah. it has a massive... It's softer than Scotch-Brite, mm-hmm. but he, he does two rounds so he like does a light sanding of some certain areas that are a little bit worse for it and then he just hooks up this giant angle grinder with his pad on it and just goes
0: yeah.
2: and the whole thing shows up shiny afterwards yeah nice. so I think that's the route that we're going um I'm kind of saving all of all of the finishing touches and polishing until the end because if I just let it sit out here and get crappy and sand blown again during all of this wind then it's, it's just gonna make me
1: frustrated to do it again going to do that um there's i think uh that for for doing that you can get um like special like polishers that rather than being like an angle grinder yeah. shape uh have like two handles on so you can hold it like that and go mm-hmm. um and, and they, they don't go
0: twenty thousand rpm <laughs> like, like, yeah i was gonna <laughs> say that they, they go at a yeah. slower rate as well
1: <laughs> so you get a better finish and it's less traumatic on your hands and arms um, so with a vehicle that size, it might be worth investing in an actual polisher because you can probably sell it again after you're done. For like if you get a second hand one, or even if you buy one new, they're not that expensive, and you can sell it on Facebook Marketplace. Ah,
2: for gotcha. Market, like, I, I'm i just not sure that it's aggressive enough to actually do what ne needs doing. That's probably a good finishing step. You're right. Yes, I'll look into that I mean. for like a finishing step. If it's step, 50 like-
0: years of yeah aluminum grossness,
2: yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, yeah. Beyond that, the I'm actually in a similar state of I did a little bit of an out call um, on the on the Patreon grams. And Al, we had talked a little bit about the wiring. I have the simplistic aspects of the wiring figured out aside from grounding. It's the one part that I'm still a little bit confused by is there's a white wire that's meant to be your ground wire. And I guess it just touches everything, like everything that gets hooked in has ground in some schematics. And then other people are like, nah, you don't just just ground like one thing and everything's (laughs) fine after that. Uh, And since it's an aluminum box, I don't really want to have anything where you, you know, the running lights are on and you get a little zap from anything. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I put out a little bit of a of a feeler to see if anybody had worked on similar aspects and al as busy as you are and as much as you know about such things uh it turns out our crewmate ben ezel mr bezel uh has done something similar to this and i have one little variable which was the goal zero and possibly doing a solar panel on top of this thing where the air conditioner Uh, unit used to sit uh and because I've already run the goal zero and done the house situation with the little breaker box that comes with it, I already know how that works. I just need to know how that fits within the wiring system to like collect charge or if I hook it to shore power, is it gonna charge the battery properly? What outlets are gonna run off of it? All that kind of thing. So uh yeah, put out a call for help and it turns out we've got we've got one aboard. Who happens to know a thing or two? So it's exciting. I just got to finish getting through the this last bit of ridiculous weather, where I can't figure out if it wants to be seventy mile an hour winds or rain for forty five minutes and flood everything. It's just like right now the wind is so oppressive. I don't feel like (laughs) doing anything today, (laughs) but I really need to get on top of the roof and double check for all the leaks because it's going to rain tomorrow, and we've had more rain in the last three weeks than i think we have in the last three years than i've been out here so <laughs> silly times still learning stuff still excited for the project i mean it's going well so far cool
1: so it, what about you steve what's going on uh yeah we, we it's yeah. been it's been an all go here um so i finished up at uh the delivery job um did my last shift there um Said goodbye to everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that I'm doing next got postponed a week, um, so this week I am technically not working, um, but that just means that I'm able to help out with Joe and his new venture, um, which finally we're able to actually talk about. Uh, so that's the, um, the the knife project that uh, got launched on All Day Goods um, Instagram. Um, that's been super fun getting things sorted for that. Um it's been really nice kind of uh being there to help Joe get that sorted. Um and more excitingly, uh we installed the power hammer last nice. week. Uh which was very fun. Um so yeah, that, that that was good to kind of get that
0: hooked up and and can you give yeah, some some rough specs for the guys listening at home, Steve, so they can put a picture in their mind.
1: So we've got a a 15-kilo Ang Yang, which is a self-contained pneumatic hammer, um, which means it runs on air, basically. So it's essentially a a low-pressure but high CFM um, compressor that runs a piston that goes up and down, but that piston weighs around 15 kilos, which is what the drop weight is. Um, And it's so fucking fun and it's so quick as well like it, like i've used power hammers before that are just like doom, 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 doom. but this one obviously being all nice and new is
0: just
1: mm-hmm. um but uh much like brett's issue with the uh, the wires not being the right color because it came from um i like guess they're built in in china um and when they come over here, they don't have a plug on them. So you have to wire it, wire them in yourself. And the way that these are set up, although it's a single phase, uh, motor and single phase machine, it goes through a three phase box thing. Um, and it's, it was all very confusing. And me and Joe kind of opened it up, looked at it. was like, right. The yellow one is ground. The other two are both black. Um, we don't know what they do. Uh, and we kind of figured like worst case, it just runs the motor backwards, but That's probably not good, but yeah. Which is is the metal? Yeah. Um, sorry. How many? How many phases? Uh, Single phase. Three. Oh, that's interesting. Cool. All right, (laughs) go on. Yeah. Uh, so I again, I I was like, right. I I'm fairly certain that absolute worst case, if we wire it up wrong, then it's just going to blow the trip, and you know we'll rewire it flick the um switch back on and go again. Um but rather than risking that, uh was very sensible and asked for a bit of help. Um phoned up Mr. Jim of Wave Cycles fame, uh, was like, mate, how you doing? You uh you got time for a quick chat? Um sent him a couple of videos of the setup and he explained what his best guess was and was just like and, and he was very honest about it. He was like, I can't guarantee that that is what it is but i'm pretty sure doing this way and this way will work um so yeah did that uh fired it up and it worked a treat and we have not stopped fucking about with the power hammer since and both getting really excited about everything and then let's say obviously we had the the launch of um the knife thing on sunday um and that's been going really well so far hopefully that goes um well for hugo and he puts in a repeat order um but yeah that's i think that's that's kind of it in terms of like stuff that i've been doing since the last um podcast because i can't really remember when we last recorded um but the other thing that i am doing um is I, i really want to get back into making films um and videos um and I've wanted to for a long time. I've just not been in a position to be able to do it. Um, I'm now in a position where I have my workshop, Joe's workshop, the estate that Joe's workshop is on, um, and a bunch of other people that um, that I interact with and work with quite regularly who are quite up for doing films with them. So it's not just going to be just blacksmithing stuff. There's opportunity to do a load of other stuff as well, which is what I've always kind of wanted to do and what i've always been interested in um and yeah there's just some some really exciting kind of people and projects out there waiting to happen um but my camera i've i'm sure i've talked about it on here before but it's you know it's a 15 year old entry level dslr that has done me so well uh but it just doesn't, it's it's not suitable for purpose anymore. And there's a bunch of functions on it that just either don't work or are really temperamental and it, it, it's just not practical for making videos anymore. Um, we did the um, the photo shoot the other day for Joe's workshop and even just doing stills on that because the autofocus won't turn off. So I can't use manual focus on it. It meant that, you know, I'd line a shot up, <clears throat> excuse me, line a shot up and then um like as i'm going to take the shot it tries to refocus onto something else so i was missing a load of shots because of that um and uh yeah basically it, it it's just not practical um there are a couple of people that have cameras available to buy that i'm very very interested in buying uh except i don't have the money um and over the last couple of years every time i've talked about wanting to upgrade my camera um a few people have have reached out and said like look we really want to help and uh, i have always resisted because i don't i don't like the idea of asking people for money because it feels weird and wrong and horrible um but i basically got bullied into to doing it um and kind of people convinced me that you know some people might actually want to do that um and sometimes it is just really hard asking for that help. Like, I, I have no issue asking for help in terms of knowledge, but asking for material help um, is is quite a difficult thing for me, and I don't really understand why I have such a problem with that.
0: Yeah. That, uh, that was, that was going to be my, my opening fucking gambit. Like, <laughs> why is it that, that so, you know, if, yeah. if something is heavy... Like too heavy, yeah. You know yeah. it's too heavy. You will ask for help, right? Yeah. I can't lift a car, yeah. I can lift an anvil, yeah. I probably shouldn't, but I could lift. You know, I can't. You know, yeah. so like, there's that, there's that gray area where where it is obviously too fucking heavy for you, yeah. But your kind of toxic masculinity has decided <laughs> that you don't want to ask for help because it'll make you look like oh, you can't even lift a fucking anvil on his yeah, <laughs> um, and so there's I I, under, I kind of shamefully understand the gray area there yeah but the bits where it's like you obviously need do need help yeah like like it, it's the same at work like i physically cannot get this done in time yeah no matter yeah. how you know it's like oh work smarter. it's no no no. no. this physically cannot be done <laughs> yeah. in the time allocated mm-hmm. so i need help yeah and it's like well but but i know that i'm in the same boat as other people so i can't ask them for help and it's like oh i'm putting my problems onto you it's like no, you're not yeah they're probably not as busy as you, or they're pretending to be busy for the for the purposes of you know yeah being at work. So it's like <laughs> this this aversion to ask for help is so fucking unhealthy. Yeah, and but we all do it, and we're all guilty of it. Um, and but the flip side is that I love help. Yeah, and and I love it when people. T- I love being taught things. Yeah, and I love people in, imbuing their knowledge on me, or you know opening new avenues to me and doing things that are different and new so i think i i think i'm more comfortable getting help when it's the unknown mm. if it's something that like i'm used to or i'm good at or i've been doing a long time i think that i find it really difficult to ask for help for that because yeah. it's like well I, I should be doing it anyway you know why 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 can't you do it anymore yeah like yeah. getting old. My knees hurt. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, what, like, what? Yeah, what, what? Why can't you fucking afford your own chemistry? Steve? What's wrong with you? Yeah, what are you exactly. spend all your fucking money on?
1: Yeah, <laughs> and but the things I think like it's one of those where it a lot of and it was literally only as you were saying that I think a lot of it comes down to uh, like trust. Um, nice. So, for example, Joe at the moment where he's been doing this project, he um, he's had to ask for for help a few times and it's it's simple little things and it, it like um you know he's been working on forging out the knives and, and grinding everything um and i had to jump in and say um like look there's a bunch of other shit that needs doing just write a list out of the other things that you need to do to get this project done that aren't the the, the kind of glory pieces the, mm-hmm. the the technical bits like just write out a list i'll come in tomorrow and i'll just get those bits done um and since i did that he's then been he's felt a bit more confident that he can turn around and say actually steve can you do this this and this for me yeah sure of course i can um and it's that trust of knowing that um you know that that i'm not gonna or that that he he doesn't have to then feel like he owes like he owes me something or whatever like it's those favors get repaid um and i think with the money side of things it's a similar sort of thing like if if i was out in leeds and we were out for a few beers and I didn't have any cash on me, I'd have no problem in turning around to Al and being like, can you lend us a tenner for a pint? Because mm. um, that's how much a pint costs now. Um, but asking people that, even people that I interact with on a daily or weekly basis to donate money to something like that, even, even though it's like the whole reason that we interact with each other is because of the content that's produced it still feels like i'm being like cheeky and Mm -hmm. like some kind of like asshole for for asking um and it feels like almost insincere um and yes it's it's a really weird one and i don't know if if it is just because let's say with um whether there is that trust thing there and whether there's that, that expectation that they'll want something back in return or that maybe it's the fact that I don't trust myself enough to produce things of a high enough quality to make it worthwhile. Like that's, that's another option. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a hard one to kind of get around. And I think, like I say, with, with most things, I'm pretty good at asking for help, but when it comes to financial aid, it, it's a real struggle. And again, it might even be like you said earlier, that kind of, uh, toxic masculinity of the fucking, our generation sort of thing just going like nope you've got to be able to do this on your own if you can't do it on your own then you're not a real
0: human guru <laughs> sort of thing i think i think the, the 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 trust thing as well like it, it's it's also the flip side of it so like you're you're trusting them with your weaknesses for want of a better word yeah. you know yeah um but it's also like do do you do you want their opinion <laughs> Do you want yeah. their input? It's like, yeah. you know, like, uh, yeah, okay, I can't do it, but, like, do I, do, do I think you can do it? Yeah. And it, it suddenly becomes a bit judgmental, and it's like, I I, I do not ask for work. I do not ask for help at work. Yeah. Because I don't want the help. Yeah. And I don't trust that, you know, it's just going to make it worse, if nothing. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, and it's not a case of, like, oh, I have to do it. You know, I have to. I'm not, like, a control freak by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not precious. I couldn't give yeah. a shit how things turn out. Like as long as it turns out, um, yeah. But like the the trusting, it's like it's like both ways. It's like like is it going to be like I'm letting you in. I'm trusting yeah. you with my weakness, but also like are you also capable? <laughs> well, it, it's
1: also that that question of whether or not that person has like whether you trust them to to kind of answer on the correct level. Mm. So like you know, because there's a good chance that you could ask someone a question and they could either uh answer it at a level that's far above your your understanding or they might
0: way way below and you've just yeah, wasted like both really the try time. and simple yeah, yeah.
1: like because the perfect example of that yeah. is
0: uh oh what? Steve what? I've got I've got an old Sony view cam sharp <laughs> view cam you can yeah. borrow for your yeah. filming cameras. It's like no 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 <laughs> yeah. just keep having it. <laughs>
1: yeah but uh, well I was gonna say it's like the other day when I phoned you up uh because I was making uh, potato cakes and I just wanted to clarify something. And the we
2: butter, were able to get potato
1: cakes. Yeah. We were able to have like because a verification jump. Yeah, that's what you did. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah, uh we Brett were able bro. to have like a quick um like two minute conversation. Uh where the, the only confusion was whether it was corn flour or corn flour.
0: Um but... See, do you have that problem in the States, Brett? What yes. is corn flour to you? uh powder
2: form of cornstarch
0: cornstarch. starch see mm. see the americans call it cornstarch yeah. because they're smart yeah. right yeah yeah they are we have the same word for two different things and it's super yeah. confusing
1: it's really confusing um <laughs> but yeah so like other than other than that little bit like it was it was perfect because you you know what my level of understanding of that process was so you were able to go like yes this is what you need to do Bubble blah, this. Blah, blah, blah and you were able to skip over the basics because you knew that I knew that but not um not go right over to you know the fancy thing of like ah oh, well you need to add exactly this much and blah blah blah, blah. so yeah i think the, that that level of trust um going both ways is a very good point
2: are you guys both yeah. pointing at me yeah <laughs> i think so yeah you can't tell because it's a triangle yeah. <laughs> fantastic <laughs> Uh well, we've talked about this, or I talked about this a little bit uh years ago when we had the weakness uh discussion. Mm-hmm. It's going through my head. It was I, I made the hammer for Tony, had the failures, felt like I failed things and and kind of expressing the weakness. But um in in my experience, I I know that I discussed it then, but there's this this understanding or this observation that I have of where where to find that balance you guys are talking about. Yeah. Or is it someone that you intimately know that you have a long-standing relationship? You get on really well with each other, regardless of what you're actually talking about. And then when it comes to an expertise moment, that person is more often than not, if you have a long-standing relationship with that person they're not necessarily going to hit you back with like, Oh my God, you don't know how to do this. Well, let me just explain everything to you. And then it's a bit demeaning or they kind of take advantage of, you know, like Al said, you're letting them in because there is weakness. You're like, I am, I am weak to this or I am naive to this. So you let the other person in, are they going to either take advantage of the moment and, and try and instill their, as Steve put it, I'm I'm grown, person or whatever you said with your grunts i don't like asking for help because in my experience and just in the patterns that i have dealt with in my life i tend to reach out to somebody for something specific and this is not some like i know how to do so many things it's just for the most part i don't approach things if i don't feel comfortable doing them by myself so if i require help beyond that I don't want that person to come in and go, okay, well, what you should have done to even start is not gotten this far by yourself. You're like, okay, I didn't need that. Thank you. And then I get defensive and shitty because I'm like, why are you even here then? Now I don't want you to be here. This whole thing is terrible. I shouldn't have even reached out. And then I escape backwards every single time in the future. I'm like, well, maybe I could ask somebody for help. Nope. Don't want to do that. I know what the pattern is every time. I always end up hating the situation, and I, it's yeah. like a, okay, thanks, and then they leave, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fucking damn, my day is ruined. I don't want it to be that way. and it, it probably has something to do with just I don't interact with a lot of people on that long-term, experiential interactions with each other where there's not ego being thrown back and forth. I don't have a lot of that in my life. So... Mm.
0: I th- like, on, you know, I'm t- no, I'm totally I'm, I'm totally with you, but I've I've got I've got an extra level of of, of usness to add on to that. Um like 99% of the times I ask for help, and this is not an exaggeration, I don't want the help. I'm just humoring someone <laughs> because they are offering their help and I don't want to be rude. Yeah. I don't want Ooh, your help, yeah. I don't need your help. If anything, this is gonna slow me down or annoy me or yeah. disrupt what I'm trying to do. Not because again, not because I'm a control freak. It's because most of the things I do are fucking nonsense, right? <laughs> and and yeah. I don't because because it, it, do you want help? And it's like, uh, yeah, go on then. What are you doing? Well, I'm I'm scraping all the mud out of the shoe at the bottom because I want to make it into like a little cake, and I'm going to bake the cake. And, and and it's just like, no, yeah. you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll take yeah. it back. I don't want to help you. <laughs> yeah, it's because I'm like I'm not doing mundane things, which are just like an everyday thing, like. Oh, do you want to help with the bags? Yeah, of course I want to fucking help with the bags up the stairs. They're heavy. Yeah. It's annoying, right? Yeah, Help me with the mundane things. Like, that, that is just polite. Yeah. Right? I want your help with the mundane. I don't want your help with the nonsense. Like, the nonsense is the bit that I enjoy. Yeah. It's the bit that is totally irrelevant to you. And you're not going to understand get it, care, like, be invested, <laughs> it's just going to annoy you as yeah. much as it is annoying me. So, like, don't even bother offering your help. Like, I want your help with the things which are mundane.
1: Yeah. So, I was, I was going to say, like, I I was going to go off on a tangent about how, like, I, we're, like in contrast to you guys, I actually quite like um, getting help <laughs> with with tasks and people. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I work better when I'm in a situation where there are other people there. Um, but, I I find that really interesting with, with both of you guys. And I think you kind of basically just said what I, what my point was, which is you want, when you both ask for help, you want help with a very specific thing. Like do not look at the thing outside of this one specific thing that I'm asking for help. Don't look at how it connects. Listen listen to the
0: question I've asked and just answer the specific question. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Like, I, I don't need to know how you got to, like, there. I just need to know how to do this one little thing, and then I can carry on with everything else. Um, and I think that that's, yeah, may, maybe that that's, um, I don't mean on you guys in terms of, like, you're asking for help wrong, but maybe it's something that, you know, you uh, have to be aware of when you are asking for help and be like, look, I don't, you don't need to know everything else, but I need to do this one very, very specific thing. Like, can you help with this? You don't need to know the rest of the project. And if there's a way of of wording that without it sounding like you're being a dick. Uh... If,
0: if there are any, just for the record, if there are any sort of professional neuropsychologists listening, I do apologize. This is obviously <laughs> just like a mass, like just admission of all our kind of Neurodivergent challenges and everything that is affecting us and all the traumas we've experienced this is obviously very clear by the way we talk about things Um, yes that's why i don't want to help with this
2: (laughs) yeah i mean i it is funny that the the two of us al and i are kind of on on a different uh wavelength or, or just personality type maybe it's the things that we do uh how we do them and and the way that we are wired and while i don't think there's i will never say anything bad about steve going well i actually quite like having people around because i like (laughs) having people around and i'm more motivated when i have people around that is a a more social aspect of your personality just, just, just listen
0: to just listen to every single week when we ask what we've been up to steve starts with so Jimmy <laughs> Whereas me yeah. we talk about the things that we've been up to, and it yeah. says it all. <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm I'm I know I am uh, a bit lone wolfy and and I find solace in my solitude. But if I'm reaching out, like Al, I a couple of weeks ago I remember an after show just going, Hey, what's a give me like a basic rundown on the wiring of the trailer. It was a thirty-second response, which is what I wanted, Uh, because really the 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 context or the the unconscious way or sorry the unconscious verbiage I was asking was like, "Am I overthinking this?" And he went, "No." Yeah, you're thinking about it correctly, which is just not very much. Like it's not that complicated. <laughs> it is not rocket science. You even told me. You, uh Al's solution steve because you weren't there he just goes oh look up a a trailer harness or whatever I can't remember what you called it al but i looked it up and it just gives you all of the signals that you would need to have a vehicle on the road or, or tow something on the road and then it just yeah. shows you how the wiring is hooked up to it and you're like there you go you get one of those and you just follow it for like 25 yeah. bucks just get a light bar and work yeah. backwards exactly from- <laughs> And I'm looking at diagrams and I'm, I'm caught up in the original owner's manual of, well, if you've got an oven, what series of oven is it from 1964? <laughs> I'm like, no, yeah, no, okay. we're I not doing that. I that. So asking for help, you're right, Steve, I'm, I'm typically going for something so specific and I yeah. don't really want you to get the full view of everything. Because, yeah, I probably did something wrong or I probably missed a step and I'm learning along the way and I'm not going to I'm not going to contextualize. Well, here's the question I have. But also the last three days I've been spending fixing things. so I know where I went wrong before, but because then it just your word vomiting. And this is actually something I used to do this. Yeah. yeah. I'm working on it for a while. Someone would ask me a question. And I did what I never want somebody to do to me, which was <laughs> give them a a full chapter uh, exposition on what they asked me. I'm like, no, I asked you what kind of screw to use. And you gave yeah. me the history of fasteners.
1: Please don't do that. <laughs> so I, I've got a question for you guys, because I, I get a feeling that this is something that all three of us probably do. Um but there's, there's a little bit of, uh, context to go with it. So, um, I spoke to Al about it, uh, last week when it happened, but last week I, because I was having to deal with some paperwork and I fucking hate dealing with paperwork. Uh, I had a panic attack. Um, I haven't had one for a while and it was very unpleasant, but it was like, fuck, I'm having a panic attack. What do I do? Hyperventilating shit. Uh, phoned <laughs> phoned my sister she phoned me back like three hours later and was like you're right what's up it's too late now don't worry um but i ended up phoning jamie because i knew he'd pick up the phone and it was literally just a case of i just need someone to be there so i can vocalize stuff so that i can calm myself down because i already know the answer i just need to vocalize it and that was like a very specific thing with the, with the panic attack but quite often um i find that with um like if i'm stressing myself out with a project i'm like fuck i don't know how to proceed i don't know what this is uh and it rattles around in my head too much and sometimes i just need to ask someone the question or ask for help and explain it and in explaining it or in asking the question gone, yeah, yeah. right actually yep yeah, I, okay i know what the answer
0: is right. thanks that bye is, that is literally therapy yeah, that's what happens you sit there you explain the problem and the therapist doesn't even have to do anything
1: <laughs> oh, go, oh of course, yeah. yeah but i mean like I, the I steel don't just... screws yeah <laughs> but that's like i don't just mean with like my mental health issues which are varied <laughs> and many but like um like with specific um tasks and make stuff and like yeah i'm trying to figure out how to to make something and literally just by explaining it and i think a lot of it is because in my head things get crossed over and modeled up far too easily so by vocalizing it it's right this is a clear-ish like train of thought and that allows me to go well obviously i can't do it like that i've got to do it like this or whatever Mm -hmm. um Yeah, I just wondered if you guys do anything similar, or if you literally just don't talk to anyone ever, unless you have to. No, (laughs) no,
0: no, 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 no! no, 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 no. Don't paint us with that brush. I, I enjoy, I enjoy it. I enjoy the. You, you, you spoke about, um, Jimith and Old Chip
2: Hmm.
0: earlier on in the episode, and I've been pestering him a lot lately about diesel engines because I know he's an expert. Mm. there you go nice sticker 10 cents underneath Collins sticker there's a nice flask of some nice stickers um thank you yeah and and it's not that it's specific people that i enjoy reaching out to for help it's it's the kind of the genre mm. so so you know i, I know out of the vast myriad myriad makers because you don't have to say of after you say myriad, which really annoys me linguistically, because I hate it. Um, I, did, I genuinely
1: did not know that.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's instinctive to say a myriad of something because it's yeah. like it's like a collective noun, but it's actually not. You don't you, you just say myriad makers, which I hate. It makes my skin crawl. Yeah. Um, so the amount of people we know and the vast knowledge of and diverse knowledge, I think that's that's what I love about yeah these monkeys that listen and are our friends. Um, is that we're not all woodturners, right? Yeah. And I don't mean that against woodturners. I mean, some of them are woodturners. But, I mean, every, every single one of us is different, and we all have different skill sets, and we all have different obsessions. And I think yeah. the obsession bit helps. We all have different knowledge and understanding and care about and, like, history, you know? Like, you could ask me about, a, like, petrol engine and i probably won't know the answer you ask me about one specific petrol engine and i'll tell you yeah. every single fucking nut and bolt and yeah, you yeah. know and 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 i think that's where our obsessions come in We're really powerful like superpowers so i love asking specific people that i know about specific things yeah so brett i'll ask you about editing i'll ask you anything about after effects i know the answer to it i know you can ask, answer me about 10 different other subjects as well clearly concisely and efficiently and get to the point i don't want to sit and have a chat just want to know the fucking answer yeah steve i can ask you about uh irish <laughs> I, no I, irish um punk rock music from the 1990s yeah. until Fair. now um cider blacksmithing meat <laughs> dogs you know there's a there's, there's a lot of things i can ask you about yeah being nice you know just just there's things that you are good at right and like Jim, I can ask Jim anything to do with agriculture, diesel, yep. Land Rover, <laughs> welding, <laughs> bicycles. You know, and yeah. and all these people we know, it's the same. Yeah. If I if I know any if I want to know anything about fucking resin or um, latex or molds, I know straight away that I can reach out to Carol and go, what's the yeah. and straight away it's London. So yeah. it, it's not even that it's help. It's almost like knowledge. Yeah. And if I think if we replace the word help, which is this scary word and this like intimidating word that is like some sort of reflection of weakness, with I need the knowledge from Brett. Mm. I need the knowledge from Phil Darkstar about some obscure fucking like weird techno band that he's into that's also dark metal. Yeah, he'll answer it straight away because he's obsessed with it and is passionate about it. You know, And, and, and I think that is the power of it. And I think if we if we reframe what help is to actually sharing knowledge or sharing passion or sharing understanding and wanting to be a part of that. Like, I want the answer from you, Brett. Like, you could have very easily Googled how to fucking wire a Airstream trailer up, mm. right? And you could have done it in the privacy of your own duvet without any <laughs> human interaction and not been bothered, you know, and at your leisure, but you didn't. You, you chose to reach out to me because you wanted my knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think reframing that idea of help, because help sounds like a weakness. And I think that's yeah. why we're all averse to it. Yeah. yeah, see, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you mean. Whereas giving someone help is a really powerful thing and a really yeah. thing to be proud of. Oh, oh, I helped this old lady across the road. I helped my neighbor with this. Uh, you know, s- yeah. saying that you're, you're helping someone is really powerful. Yeah. It makes you feel big but- and strong. But that's
1: kind of. I think that's where I was um, kind of not not disagreeing, but not classic Steve, in, <laughs> not entirely. I for, have no saying, strong opinions because, <laughs> one way or the other, <laughs> because whilst yes, I I agree in terms of asking for help when it is knowledge specific. Yeah, what what if you if you're fixing your roof and you need someone to come and hold the ladder sort of thing like like thing things like that or like I say with the the funding and and stuff like that. Like there's there are other forms of of help that need to be asked for. And I, I, I honestly don't think that many of us have a huge issue with asking for help with knowledge. I think it's it's everything else that we perhaps struggle with a little bit. Um although I do know that like as a very specific thing like quite a lot of people struggle asking for help uh, in public settings. Like one of the reasons that I love going to specific people is because, like you say, you get that right answer. Whereas if you ask in just a Facebook group, even if it is like Woodworkers UK or Blacksmiths UK or whatever, like if you ask a a large number of people like that, then you, you can end up with a thousand different people all giving you a slightly different answer, <laughs> or a completely different answer. Don't, no,
0: no, you don't need it. You don't need someone to hold the ladder. Build the roof on the floor, and then lift the roof up on. Yeah, the, the... <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like, no, forget. but so that, but you again, when it's like agree to disagree. You've just you just articulated the fucking point because I yeah. don't want to ask people to help. Yeah, because ninety nine percent is an arbitrary number. Arbitrary yeah. number percent of the answers would be not the answer I want. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to know how to rebuild the roof. I just want you to hold the ladder. Oh, you should have thought about that. Maybe you need a different ladder. No, (laughs) it's it's the only fucking ladder I've got. I'm not going out buying ladders, mate. I just want someone to hold it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, cause you you don't want someone to question why the whole time. So maybe, maybe the answer is to just be specific with who and what you're asking.
0: Write a better brief.
1: Yeah, ooh, You know what? That That is a kind of like a sum up of it. That's spiffing. People, People that we think, think that, that are spiffing. In which case, Al, have we got an order?
0: Yeah, it's spa.
1: Spa, which means I'm going first. Um, I'm pretty sure I talked about this in a previous episode but i can't remember or not um but i am going to spiff uh the Let kenny spin-off show shawzy because it is absolutely brilliant uh uh they are definitely doing a season two and i may have already watched it three times over there was only six episodes but yeah it's really fucking good um so if you enjoy Letterkenny at all, if you enjoy hockey at all, uh I just go check it out. It's fucking brilliant. It's a really good show. Um yeah, that's it. That quick. Uh Brett, you are next.
2: Right. So if anyone watched um the Oscars last night. Yes. <laughs> Watch the Oscars. I loved seeing the sweep. That everything, everywhere, all at once got. beautiful to see Ki Kwan, Michelle Yeoh, and the directors and the cast, and Jamie Lee Curtis getting a a bit of a side eye from a couple of the other people that were nominated. Anyway, it was really nice to see all of these people who have been a massive part of our lives growing up um, creating all kinds of wonderful shows. It's mostly high and, and Michelle Yeoh that I'm talking about. Well, no, I was never into horror, but Jamie Lee Curtis had a lot of influence. If you liked horror movies, you probably what? watched a lot of Hell. You've never stuff. seen True Lies? It was okay.
0: <laughs> it was the third best thing about that film.
2: <laughs> all right, fair enough. Uh, I guess her, her little night dancing scene was pretty funny when she bonks her head all over the place. Anywho, that was great to see. And I know either I did or Al spiffed it recently. If you have not seen that movie, I know you might have to go and pay for it. Hopefully, you have a subscription service that might offer it to you. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's a re- yeah. it was on the Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, Paramount. And... I certainly didn't pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, the movie's great. It It says a lot. I mean, hell! I think us discussing the aspects of you know reaching out for and this is not this is not help.
0: like Parasite. Like, oh, go watch Parasite. It wasn't the best. This is actually good. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's really. I good. think
2: there's so much human emotion attached to that movie, as nonsensical and crazy yep. as it is. There's
0: racunatuti.
2: <laughs> Raccoon Anyway, it's a good movie. It has a lot to do with what we were discussing in this episode as far as talking to other people, uh, phrasing and and making connections with people who aren't going to judge you, and you can make connections, and then you can trust and and build all of those things together. It is a beautiful fucking movie. If you have not seen it, please go watch it.
1: Please. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing it in the cinema, and it was fucking genius. And then... I actually had to go watch it again because I just needed to take everything in again because there's a lot that goes it's, on. Dude, and the other thing dog about dog it... The that gets me.
2: Yeah. Not,
1: not to go on a massive
2: soapbox, but if you've read or looked into how that movie even got made... Yeah, super low budget. Super low budget, completely nonsensical script and, and a... a approach to the movie like it was very much a movie that shouldn't have gotten made edited, or at least not edited, edited made at home well. <laughs> Yeah, at home and the acting that they had in it right like Jamie Lee Curtis signing up for this thing Michelle Yeoh Kiai has been behind the camera for 20 years doing all kinds of stuff that we we didn't know about He's an amazing person they bring on young talent there's all these new people involved in it that movie should not have gotten made <laughs> By, by Hollywood and industry standards, that should have not been made. And they fucking did, and now they won a bunch of Oscars. So,
0: yeah, good for them. Yeah. Go watch the movie. Anyway,
1: Good
2: job. along.
0: Uh, and now they've given him a, a Star Wars trilogy to direct. Yeah. What? Really? No, that was a joke. That's what, okay. that's what Hollywood God. does. They see that okay, somebody man. makes a good movie, yeah. gives them a Star Wars trilogy to direct. It's shit, well, obviously, because it's Hollywood. Yeah. And then everyone goes, oh no, Ryan Johnson is a shit director, isn't no. <laughs> Uh or or
1: a um Marvel movie. Uh Al who what would you like to smith? It,
0: it was BSA. it was BSA.
1: no. What? You said spa. All right. got, I've already done me. All right. He's already done him. Also right. yeah. awesome. actually In before, memory. Before... <laughs> Before you fucking record it, you can go back and listen. Um before you uh go for your spiff, I just want to quickly interrupt with a the fact that a previous spiff of yours, uh Poi Poi Molcar, is actually on Netflix now. So you can watch it all on Netflix. Yes. I was so excited when I saw it. Yes. I had to screenshot it and send it to Al.
0: Um Thank you. Yes. Who 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 would you young.
1: like to spiff this week?
0: Um this is a it's not really nepotism, but it um a friend of mine who I often ask for help from Ooh. Um, because of his exquisite and very specific skill set. Um, it's Liam Neeson. No. Um, so, <laughs> uh, it's such a At work, when it gets to a point where I've done as much as I can in crafting a piece of typography, it's often time to outsource it to a professional, um, and my oh, speech this week is dan forster so it's like foster uh-huh. but with an extra r nice dan forster um uh he's fantastic uh on instagram dan forster um and yeah he comes and basically shows shows us how it's done when yeah, when nice. we when we've fucked around like the amateurs we are with typography he explains and very visually beautifully crafts things nice. um and he actually I, he he came in today to work to kind of We have this thing where we like have a little kind of show and tell at work. Yeah, show people about the because some people at work don't actually understand what we do. I don't. They just get paid twice what we do and don't actually know what we do. So we we have these little sort of lunch and learns we call them. Yeah. Um, And Dan came in, told us about his process about kind of why he does what he does, the things that make him excited. And it was just great. And he also showed us about how he got into the industry. And he used to he used to be a designer. Yeah. And a very specific incident involving his dad led him to become a typographer. And his dad was a calligrapher. Ooh. Before. And he Dan made it very clear that there's a distinction between calligraphy and lettering which I didn't know hmm. until today, until, until one o'clock today, I yeah. did not know the difference between lettering and calligraphy. That made it very clear. Lettering is writing. Yes. Uh, callig- calligraphy is writing. So calligraphy is the art of writing very beautifully with a quill or a feather or an ink pen Yeah, in a book or a Bible. Calligraphy uh, is the art of writing beautifully, right? Yeah. Lettering is basically illustration. Yes, And the reason he likes lettering and not calligraphy is because you do whatever the fuck you want. And yeah. and, and lettering is basically the art yeah. form of calligraphy manifested in expression and you know abstraction. And you can take it's beautiful... Calligraphy without limits. Exactly. Or, as his dad told him, without rules. He's like, mm. oh, that's fine because you, you're cheating. There's no yeah. rules. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's what makes it fun, dad. Um, so, yeah. So... This is a kind of double spiff. spiff. So there's Dan Forster, and there's also his dad. um, And I'll tell you what his dad is called. I think it's something like Pete Forster or Phil Forster or something equally northern. Um, Tony, if I wasn't far off, (laughs) Tony Forster. So Tony Forster lettering, and this is beautiful because basically he found his – the reason he got into the job is he found his dad's archive after he passed away, Of all this beautiful uh, lettering and typography that his dad has done, so Tony Foster lettering, and like this guy's done logos that uh, people in the UK have probably seen every day of their lives. Yeah, Um, Dan's the same. Dan's done a lot of work for me, so Dan's done you know stuff that is on the shelves of every supermarket in the country, Um, and it's a beautiful little craft, but it's something that touches billions of lives potentially. Yeah. Um, and I learned a lot about it today, and he's someone that I ask for help on a regular basis because he knows what he's fucking talking about.
1: Oh, there are some really fucking cool bits. Of, I'm looking at Tony's at the moment. Tony's is beautiful.
0: Da, da, yeah. Dan is... Dan is... Alexander's
1: ragtime band
0: is nice. just... Oh. Let's have a look at Dan's.
1: Oh, well, Dan's is nice as well. Dan's like is very
0: it. sexy. Dan's is very yeah. um, evocative and, and yeah. sensual and flowing. And, yeah. But you can tell you can tell that Dan is a as an artist, whereas yeah, his dad was a craftsman. And I think yeah, yeah. I think we've had this conversation many a time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, that's that's two really good examples.
0: Mm. But that a, yeah. that you see the little chubby, greasy, oily A on Dan's the the top the letter A, yeah, that he did as a sketch. Um, actually, I don't know if you click on it. No, it doesn't show it. He did that as a pencil sketch, and he showed us it today, um, and it was super nice. But basically, he just he was working because it was about the thirty-six letters of type. I know some of the guys do like the draw of ember or whatever it is, or they they do like oh, an, yeah. a, an illustration every day. Yeah, the same thing with these guys; they they do like a, a letter of the alphabet every day. Yeah, and that was letter A. Oh yeah, if you, if you scroll down, actually, yeah. To like, sorry, you can play you know, it along. At at yeah, scroll down to two hundred and five weeks ago. It's not that far actually. He doesn't post. doesn't. He doesn't post as much as Brett. Um, if you put, if you scroll down, it's on the right, and it's the same letter, but it's like done in pencil. Yeah. Um, he just did that as the first letter of this kind of like do a letter every day exercise, yeah. and he was like, "Oh, I don't want to do it because I'm worried what people will say. I'm worried that people will, you know, start giving me fucking feedback and offering help, when I don't want it." Yeah. Um, and basically off the back of that letter, he got a brief from one of like uh basically Stefan Sagmeister <laughs> so the biggest design agency on planet earth nice saw his letter a and went oh my god that's fucking exquisitely incredible um, yeah. can you design my identity for for yeah so that's awesome man not only don't ask for help but also don't be afraid because yeah what, what you do might be amazing I mean, yes he's also just a super nice bloke. um
1: sorry i Normally, I would try and like segue out of that into the next thing, but I am too busy looking at all of his Instagram posts. They're fucking all there's some really nice stuff on that. Yep. Um, yeah, really good, Spiff, man. I, I appreciate that. Um, uh, what happens next? Uh, any other business? Do you have any other business? Business? No, nope. Cool. Uh, I well, I mean, I've already harped on about it a little bit, but obviously, I have now got a GoFundMe going for. The camera, if you would like to donate, that'd be super cool. If you don't want to, don't. Oh, yeah, don't, don't worry about it. Um, uh, it, I, I couldn't see what you're mouthing then. Your mouth just moved really quickly.
0: Uh, me, yeah, I was burping. Okay, that's fine because <laughs> I've made my own homemade cider, uh, which is incredibly uh, crisp delicious. and sharp and dry.
1: That's the other thing I did this week. I went uh, hedge laying again, um, in the apple orchard. Is that like dogging? Uh, no. Didn't you make this joke last time? Um, yeah, no, have laying. you met me? <laughs> I don't
0: know,
1: have I? Um, yeah, it was really nice, except it was pissing down with rain, and the fire would, just wouldn't light. So we've just got like several small fires ready to go. They just all need lighting. Um, it's going to be like the the things of Gondor. No, I can't remember what it was. The beacons of Gondor, something like the beacons for Gondor. I don't. I can't remember. Working out, Steve. I'm Moonchild. here for it. Let's go. <laughs> uh, but yes. So, if you want to get hold of any of us, you can find us in all of the usual social media places. You can find me at Moonshine metalworks You can find Brett at Skull and Slade Thirteen, and you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack.
0: morning ah, beacons of Gondor! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna get so much shit for that. uh and yes, if you want to find us as a group, we are FWT Podcast or Fools With Tools everywhere. And if you want to email us, you can email us uh, at hello at Uh We uh, enjoy getting um, emails joke from Alan. people. Oh yeah, that we got a joke off Alan. On Alan. Uh, but Why seeing as Alan is out in any other business, any other Alness. Owl, uh, uh, it's because I always forget until now. Uh, But yeah, unfortunately, Alan is the only person that's emailing us at the moment. So, uh, another one from from Alan. Uh, I really wish he'd get his podcast going again, because I got arrested for stealing a complete set of encyclopedias. I said to the police, hang on, I can explain everything. Nice. Oh, Alan. Uh, So yeah, if you want to send something better than that, which would be quite literally anything... um, (laughs) <laughs> then feel free to drop us a message at hello at uh so that's it until next time uh go out enjoy yourselves if you need help ask for it just just do it it's fun um but yeah that's it we love you bye
0: goodbye you see i had something i had something for the intro and the outro